Hey guys, welcome again to Down Low with the 5-0, a Picayune Police Department podcast. I'm Joe Quave, and today we have with us Agent Kurt Alexander. He's with the Mississippi ABC, that's the Alcoholic Beverage Control uh, Bureau of Enforcement. He's uh, got 13 years in this, this position, and they're charged with uh, in investigating violations of state alcohol laws, and they've recently been tasked with investigating uh, the newly formed cannabis laws. Uh, that's, a, that's a whole other um, avenue, a whole, whole other episode, but that is uh, within their scope of duty. So we, we appreciate you coming today and uh, spending time with us, uh, Agent Alexander, and answering some questions. And what we want to talk about today was underage drinking. Um, I'm sure you guys see that a lot, deal with it primarily. Uh, what, what are some of the things, uh, how have you seen underage drinking have an impact on, on people's lives? How, how have you seen it change their lives? Oh, well, certainly, you know, that's, that's just one of those things that, uh, um, it, it, it greatly can greatly affect uh, a young person's life. It can affect their career. Um, you know, uh, getting a criminal record on their, their, um, um, their record. Uh, it can also affect them, unfortunately, uh, in the fact of uh, fatal, fatal vehicle crashes, which uh, has happened, unfortunately, across the state over many years. Uh, I do have some statistics for you. Um, Regarding that, in 2012, more than 9 million people between the ages of 12 and 20 reported drinking alcohol in the preceding month. It's almost a quarter of teenagers. Uh, underage link, drinking is linked to about 189,000 emergency room visits each year by people under 21 for injuries and other wow. conditions. Um, one in 10 high school teens reportedly drinks and drives. Uh, young drivers between ages 16 to 20 are 17 times more likely to die in a crash when they have a blood alcohol concentration of 0.08 mm. than when they've not been drinking. So almost 20 times more likely to die in a car crash when wow. they're at the legal limit for an adult. Pretty high. Underage drinking is responsible for more than 4,300 annual deaths among youth. Broken down, it's about 300 teen suicides, 1,500 homicides, and 1,900 fatal vehicle crashes each year. Underage drinking contributes to uh, risky sexual behavior, including unwanted, unintended, and unprotected sex. It increases the risk of drunk driving or physically hurting someone while drunk. Four out of ten teen drownings are attributed to underage drinking. Forty-three percent of sexual assaults involving youth are related to underage drinking. And youth who start to drink before the age of 15 are five times more likely to develop an alcohol dependency and two and a half times more likely to become an alcohol abuser. And that is from the CDC, the Surgeon General, and the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Administration. <laughs> you know, and alcohol is a, is a depressant, so <laughs> I... I, I didn't expect anything positive to come uh, from your stats, but that really just shows the the negativity uh, and and the bad things when you start combining underage drinking and you know the underage uh, people and and the drinking putting them together. Nothing, nothing good comes from that, and and I imagine in most cases it's not like they're you know by themselves. It's probably large groups, and it just goes downhill oh, from certainly. there. Yes. And you mentioned the drowning, something I hadn't thought of. You know, and and around here. You know, it's hot, so it's probably common for, for parties to happen around pools, lakes, you know, down at the creek, um, that, that kind of thing. So that was an interesting stat that I was listening to. And so we're, we're talking about the underage drinking and uh, the social host law, Mississippi's social host law went in effect several years ago, and it's still something that, that's brought up and, and talked about as, as though people aren't familiar with it. But do you mind explaining you know, how, how that affects people, who does it affect, and, and a little information about that? Oh, certainly. Um, <clears throat> prior to that, we really didn't have a good, a strong law to charge 
um, adults who who would throw a party. Um, and we've seen these parties over the years, prom parties, homecoming parties, graduation parties. And essentially these are events where we have large gatherings of underage people who consume alcohol. And then unfortunately they leave that party intoxicated. And, mm-hmm. and in the past we've had had fatal vehicle crashes from that. So when the social host law came out, essentially it made it, uh, it made it illegal um, for an adult to host this particular type of party. And the penalties of it's pretty steep. It's actually a thousand dollar fine and or a year in jail per uh, count. Meaning, if there is if there's twenty people at the party, that's twenty counts. Wow. So you, someone can receive up to however many people was at that party consuming underage. Wow! And, and for a misdemeanor, that is the the max that someone could get. Jail time is up to a year. So uh, you know the max is is able to be enforced there on that on that law is pretty interesting. Um, and is that uh, restricted to just the homeowner uh, or would that apply to anybody over over that age? Or how, how does that work if we wanted to split hairs on it? Uh, well, the definition defines a private premises as privately owned land um, and private residence as being a place where the person actually lives or their home. So typically that is when we have, uh, and it says in, in the law, no adult who owns or leases a private residence or private property shall knowingly allow a party to take place or continue to, to take place at the residence or the premises if a minor at the party obtains, possesses, or consumes any alcoholic beverage, light wine, light spirit, or beer. Right. Uh, so so people that, that own those residences should probably be aware of what's going on while they're gone since they could be held accountable for what's going on at their at their house huh mm-hmm. okay well good that is uh that's good to know uh something else you had you had brought up in a few of your stats and then uh talking about leaving these these parties and driving is is underage drinking and driving and there's a there's a zero tolerance uh law that is talked about for those that are under 21 uh, when it comes to drinking and driving what what does that zero tolerance uh mean for those under under 21 well for a person under 21 they don't have the same um level that an adult would have someone that's 21 or over you know you hear 0.08 is the legal limit for an adult um, that is not the legal limit for a person under 21 it's 0.02 and what a lot of people don't realize is 0.02 is actually a very low number. It doesn't take much to reach 0.02. And I give you uh, something that we, we've had occurred in our past. Uh, we've had, um, we work Mardi Gras uh, parades across the coast every year. And many years ago we had, we came across these young men who had been drinking and they had gotten tickets for uh, possession of alcohol by a minor. Mm-hmm. And um, we asked them, said, Y'all, you guys didn't drive here, did you? Who, who'd you ride with? Oh, we got a DD. Well, we said, well, can a DD come over here? guy comes up and says, have you had anything to drink today? Oh, I've had a couple beers, and he's a big guy. He's like a football right. player. He's 18 years old, big, uh, like an adult. Um, didn't appear intoxicated. We said, well, f- for your safety, we're going to make sure you're safe to drive. Mm-hmm. We put on a PBT. He blew like .04. Wow. He, and he didn't realize it because yeah. he's, you know, everyone's used to a couple beers. Well, a couple beers can put you over your legal limit easily. Right. And so it, so with a guy like him, I'm sure he didn't didn't walk up stumbling you know, uh, bracing himself to have to walk and those kind of things. But then the numbers show that he was actually double mm-hmm. the limit uh, for someone under under 21. And I think that's what it's important for these uh, uh, people under 21 to, to realize is, you know, they may, they unfortunately or, or fortunately, depending on how you look at it, they may know 
how they feel in a in a drunken a true drunken intoxicated state but that's not the the measure that's not what they're measured on when it comes to uh the legal limit which you said is is o2 so it could you know uh, it wouldn't take much to get them there and them still feel fine so they can't gauge it uh at what they feel like in, intoxicated uh the the threshold is much lower i guess is what i'm what i'm trying to say absolutely okay well good um these were some good things that we covered. Uh, this was especially important to me to get this out this time of year. You know, we're fixing to, to have several high school graduations right around the corner. It's summertime. You know, uh, I, I think it's uh, some good information uh, to put out there just to make people aware uh, of what the consequences are of some poor decisions, not only legally, but this could be life-changing, you know, should it uh, – uh, uh, just a bad situation happened. We start talking about vehicle crashes and, and people drowning, and we're talking about these extreme circumstances, and nobody ever thinks it can happen to them until it happens. Uh, so we wanted to put this information out there. We we appreciate you coming. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we leave? I would, I would just mention also to the young folks out there, a lot of them have the temptation to go get a fake ID and go to bars and stuff like that. And, and I'd also remind them that fake ID is also illegal. A lot of these are coming out of China. They're high-quality IDs. But when you give your personal information to some strangers in China, you don't know what they're going to do with that information also. And just the simple fact that you have an ID and using it is actually a criminal misdemeanor as well. So and, and so that's something else I, I would warn you against. Very very good point. They could, on the surface, like they're trying to get a fake ID, but then uh, find out later that their credit score is ruined before they even <laughs> even get started by putting that information out there. So. Uh, appreciate that. Thank you, uh, Agent Alexander, and we appreciate everybody listening uh, to Download with the 5-0 Picking Police Department podcast.